both tune in for yourself as well as for society at large and investigate if you have a belief about yourself that follows a line of thinking like I am unworthy or I need validation. I will be happy, peaceful, at home when I attain some sort of material possession, relationship. Or I am unlovable is another one. The subconscious of the individual and of the civilization is difficult to investigate because it's not on the surface of your experience. For example, the only reason why I understand this now is because it was pointed out to me by Bentinho Massaro, also by Mark Hainan. And it's also pointed out by Ra from the Law of One, where by knowing yourself and accepting yourself, can you actually become the creator? Can you actually truly dissolve all of the conditioning that you've subconsciously picked up throughout your life to fully be God and to see God everywhere? And to just be the infinite oneness that you've been the whole time, but that all of the conditioning and subconscious and psychology and personality has been blocking you and creating ego and separation and cloudiness so that you can't actually fully merge with that godson. And so identify where this core lack belief or weakness is for you because now I'm able to see it in other people. I'm able to see it in society at large. People carry around like a fucking massive piece of luggage on their backs that weighs 50 pounds. Everywhere they go, they carry this around. Because they're not free. All it requires is for you to drop the luggage. But in order to drop the luggage, you have to go through a process of turning inwards. You have to actually look at the subconscious conditioning that you picked up. And provide it with that love and acceptance that then lets it dissolve. And enables you to transcend it and shift into these higher frequencies. So here in this visualization, you're playing a game of chess at a lower frequency. What's happening is that you have a lack belief of some sort where you're unworthy or you're unlovable or that you need validation from other people. Once I get my Rolex or my yacht, then I will get all of these hot women and then I will feel whole. 
only when I attain my doctorate degree will I finally feel whole. Only when I finally meet the love of my life and I get married and have kids will I be whole. So sometime when you were a kid, maybe you were five years old and your immigrant parents told you that you have to fucking become a doctor or you're going to ruin our family lineage. And so you've been carrying that like a 50 pound piece of luggage your whole life. Or another one is that maybe you were told that if you don't have a great wife or husband and three kids that you're going to be a disappointment to the family and so now you carry around this 50 pound piece of luggage on your back saying that if I don't find my perfect spouse and have three kids with them then I'm going to be a disappointment to my family I've been Looking at, let's say, in this example, all of these Instagram pages that have yachts and Rolexes and hot women in bikinis. And if that's my input stream every single day, I'm subconsciously programming myself to not feel whole or complete until I get a material possession like a watch or a boat. And do you really think that any of the women that come onto that boat are truly going to love you? Same thing with the sports car. So now you have to recognize that you're playing this game, this chess game. You picked up some bullshit when you were five years old, 10 years old, that your parents or society at large delivered into your subconscious. And now you have this little section of neural architecture inside of yourself that this little package of neural architecture is what is perpetuating this core lack belief or weakness around subconsciously around i am not worthy until i have this i need validation to feel whole i need money and fame to feel free and to feel peaceful and to feel happy and so that's what you get in this little chessboard of manifestation and you're playing to be seen, you're playing to be worthy. And so what we're asking you to do in this process of admitting defeat is we're asking you to knock over the king. When you tip over the king, it enables you to shift from the bullshit subconscious conditioning from personhood to godhood. So you sh in this process of tipping over the king, you're surrendering and admitting defeat. It enables you to shift from the person to the God, to I am already always worthy. I am the Godson. My cup is always 100% full.
And specifically, Mark has been great at teaching this in his Accept Yourself program. You can find the link in the bottom left corner of this graphic as well as in the bio below. You have to surrender playing the game of chess. You truly have to surrender. There's no other way because coming from the place of I will be seen is a lot different than coming from the place of I'm already 100% full, baby. You see the huge fucking difference? One of them's coming from this lower vibrational frequency of lack. And the other one is coming from this highest vibrational frequency of sunlight. I'm already 100% full, baby. Not one compliment or insult is going to affect my 100% fullness. And that also plays deeply into this Buddhist concept of emptiness as well. Because you're not allowing these external concepts of compliments or insults to affect your 100% fullness already. Because you're becoming more of a masterful ninja at emptiness. You have to surrender fully, admit defeat fully to your core lack belief. You have to look inward, look inward. What happened when you were five years old? What happened when you were 10 years old? And what have you been carrying as a bullshit subconscious conditioned belief that now you're trying to prove yourself worthy to your family, friends, and civilization? And surrender that fucking game. Surrender it, drop it. As soon as you begin the process of surrendering and dropping the game, admitting defeat, you're liberated into this space of openness that you've never felt before. And what it is, is it's this freedom, this indescribable freedom that you're transmuted into. The cloudiness of the game of chess that you were playing dissolves and what's left is this radiant sunlight that was there the whole time. But that you were never sensitive or subtle enough to detect because you were constantly fighting to be seen or to be worthy in the chess game of the mainstream subconscious conditioned personhood. So make the shift by admitting defeat and surrendering to your BS core lack belief. You have to identify what it is first and then tell yourself that I will not be seen. I will never be seen. I will never be worthy. So what? It's a lower frequency chess game. So what? I'm done with that false belief. It's true for that lower frequency but it's false for my truest identity, which is I am already 100% always full, whole, the Godson. And so create that shift for yourself. Meditate on that process. What was it? Look back. What was it when you were five, when you were 10? What is it that's permeating in culture? Unfollow and unsubscribe to all of the materialist bullshit accounts that you follow. None of those things will make you happy. 
and leverage these types of visualizations, these types of maps to help you accelerate your process of shifting from the person to God, from shifting from your subconscious conditioned beliefs to the 100% always already whole Godson. And go and enter into Mark's Accept Yourself program where he guides you through the process of admitting defeat to these core lack beliefs and weaknesses so that you can open up the space for the shift into this 100% always already whole infinite oneness that you have been the whole time but that you haven't been subtle enough to detect. The sun is always fucking shining. Always. This layer of cloudiness where you're fighting for yachts and Rolexes and a spouse that's going to make you whole is what's clouding your perception. 100% radically love and accept that subconscious conditioning and then transcend the living shit out of it. All right, so there are some more aspects to this that I'd like to discuss. Which is, let's go to this one. So in this one, we're going to talk about auto-worthiness. So these are all aspects to the same thing of admitting defeat to this core lack belief and merging with the godson. So, for example, in my life, I've been fighting for my mom and uncle to validate me as being worthy, to feel our immigration was successful. And so I'm perpetually waiting for my mom and uncle to tell me something like, hey, good job. You know, you've made us proud because now our immigration is successful because you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or you have $100,000 a year or you have um, some sort of pictures with mainstream celebrities or whatnot. You own a house now. You have a wife and kids now. And this was especially compounded after dropping out of college to pursue what felt like bigger goals. Furthermore, watching my relatives, friends, and the community at large inquire into my journey, I thought, how can I prove myself worthy to them? So you see, now, after this process, especially of doing something, quote, different and dropping out of college, now you have some other people that are your friends and your community that are like, hey, this guy was supposed to be a doctor. He was supposed to be a lawyer. And now he's dropped out of college. Let's see if his life ends up being a disaster or if he ends up making something of himself. And so now you're like, I need to prove myself worthy to all these people. So what will it take to be validated? How much money, how much fame, how many subscribers or followers, how many pictures of me with celebrities getting likes? Another Rolex or another boat or another sports car or I need a hotter wife or I need need another sheet of paper that confirms or validates my level of intelligence.
When will my chase for points be complete? When will I finally be seen as worthy by my mom, my uncle, my peers? And so in this case, you're going through a similar process at these lower frequencies of personhood. And so recognize what is the subtlest part of your subconscious conditioning and give it that love light awareness to enable you to liberate yourself from it. But you have to identify it first and to radically love and accept it in order for it to dissolve for you to liberate yourself into merging with the Godson. So during my mom and uncle's recent visit to LA, I pressed them both to see themselves as God sees an infinite oneness. It is arrogant and out of balance to press individuals to make leaps in their understanding because everything is perfect as it is and all awaken in their own time. Nobody could shake me awake five years ago. I just had to crawl my way to truth incrementally, recognizing the kingdom of God that was inside the whole time. I uncovered myself as already whole, like a full cup. Being alive is auto-worthiness. Being alive is auto-worthiness. A good analogy is tipping the king over, surrendering the chess game of seeking validation outside of oneself. Thanks, Pentinho. And that was the graphic visualization we just went over. So stop trying to press other individuals to see as you see, to see as God sees. Stop trying to do that. It's arrogant. Everything's perfect as it is. Everyone awakens in their own time. Just because you're the spiritually privileged and you awaken to infinite oneness doesn't mean you need to go like a martyr and start overzealously shouting to everybody that it's infinite oneness. Be patient. The time will come when more and more People will see that you're connected and merged with that godson and they will inquire, hey, I saw that video about the subconscious conditioning and I'm wondering if you can help me identify my core lack belief. People will come to you. You're not expecting any fruits. This is karma yoga. Don't expect any fruits at all. Just uniquely express yourself from a place of purity, of shepherding the infinite oneness to awaken. And naturally, these individuations of that infinite oneness will come and you will help them. Because they are you expressed as individuated fractals of that one infinite intelligence. And look at yourself because where you were at five years ago, nobody could deliver a message to you that would get you to change. You've just had to incrementally go through your own process. And there have been catalysts that have come and influenced you, but not the process of shaking somebody awake. Nobody could have done it to me five years ago. And remember that 
when you do merge with this godson, it's like feeling that you're a full cup all the time. It's like feeling that being alive is auto-worthiness. And so when you look around at the individuals and the collective and you see that there's this, this feeling of lacking worthiness, that that's the number one thing that you're called to. That's why the Buddha talked about compassion. You feel loving kindness to the entire creation because you've merged with it. You are one with it. So now you look at these individuated expressions of that one infinite intelligence and all you want to do is help them recognize that they're already 100% worthy as they fucking are. And help them go through this process of knowing and accepting themselves. My life is now dedicated to helping others seeking this understanding, which can most easily be seen in the play of an innocent child or the creation of our universe. This is all God. It's a manifestation of infinity. I was trapped in identifying myself as small rather than the whole picture, which is the essence of the entire spiritual journey, realigning oneself to the already always free and worthy nature of infinity. God, fractaled out as individuals at play with itself. There is only one infinite creator and we are it. So again, when you look at the innocence of a child or the creation of our universe, you're feeling the essence of purity. You're feeling the essence of infinity. You're feeling the essence of unconditional love. The entire creation or an innocent child is the essence of that unconditional love light unity that we are. And the essence of the entire spiritual journey is to make the shift from that separate conditioned subconscious personhood with lack beliefs to the always already whole free God, son, infinite oneness. That's the whole spiritual journey. Cool. So there's that one. And these are just some recent posts on, uh, on Instagram. So there's that one on auto-worthiness. Being alive is auto-worthiness. And then this is more on um, dissolving subconscious conditioning. A large part of liberation is looking at one's subconscious. I've constantly marketed to my peers that I'm different, leaving college, moving to Silicon Valley, pursuing truth. What was my intention? This is where we're full of shit. This is where 10,000 layers of self-deception prevent us from shining awareness on the subconscious. So what the fuck was my intention when I was like, ah, I'm going to leave. Ah, I'm pursuing truth. Ah, why are you guys stuck in the small little hometown? What was your intention when you were saying those things? Because I know that my intention was not pure 10 years ago when I was saying those things. Sure, a part of it was seeking something that was greater than that hometown, but it also wasn't necessarily fully pure because there was still some sort of separation. There was still a good amount of the lack belief is I will prove to you all that I am worthy by leaving this small town and by pursuing something greater. And to truly look at your root intention perpetually is how to purify yourself more to the God state and less from the personhood. So you have to look perpetually at where you're coming from. 
and that will show you the juxtaposition of when you're coming from wholeness, from purity, from infinite oneness versus when you're coming from separation from personhood. So another way to view this is why do you write what you write in your Instagram bio? When eyeballs look at the words, what do you aim to evoke? I can create an AI that parses Instagram captions, running natural language processing and sentiment analysis to decipher where you're coming from. Are your captions, look at me, or I'm your servant? Are your captions trying to tell people to look at how cool you are to, for validation? Or are your captions about, I'm providing you with something valuable here, I'm your servant, and I hope that what I provide to you really helps you. And I can write an AI that does NLP, natural language processing, sentiment analysis to parse through these Instagram bios and captions and Twitter posts and Facebook posts and TikTok videos and all this stuff. We can use computer vision to watch videos on YouTube as well to learn about these things. And we can tell when you're coming from a place of separation versus when you're coming from a place of unity, from oneness. And this is the key. This is the key. This is the entire spiritual journey. When are your words coming from separation versus when are they coming from oneness? When are they coming from being whole versus when are they coming from a lack? Gradually, as we turn inward, shining the light of awareness on our ego distortions, our subconscious releases the need to seek validation and worthiness. This process empties us of our stuff, which was unknowingly running our lives and creates the space for the ineffable miracle of transmutation. The shift is when you no longer look at people who've seen your Instagram story for validation, but rather to each viewer, you think, I hope this helps you. So... As you turn inward, you melt away these subconscious egoic distortions. You release the need to seek validation and worthiness because you've merged with the Godson. You're now emptying out your stuff. You're emptying this small S self, which was unknowingly running your life on the chessboard of manifestation, trying to be seen or validated or worthy. And now you're creating the space for this ineffable miracle of transmutation, which is sacrificing the separate person into infinite oneness, the God son. And so the shift is when you look at the people that have watched your story or the viewer counts on the video, instead of viewing it like, oh, 100 people have watched, 200 people have watched, yay. Instead of like that, view it like, I wonder out of all these 100 people, I wonder each of them how this content helped their life and if I can continue serving them in any other way. Truly, that's the shift. It's not a hit of dopamine for validation anymore, but it's coming from a place of wholeness and going, how can I serve this infinite intelligence awakening to its true nature? That's it. So help life recognize itself as infinite oneness. This is what is meant by shepherding, by serving purely as a mirror where you're completely empty of yourself. 
You're empty of the need to be validated. You're empty of the need to be seen because you're already the God's son, purely radiating that. So now you just non-attachedly shepherd life recognizing itself as infinite oneness, aka awakening to itself. So... Here's another simple exercise. Deconstructing your identity. Investigate the string of symbols ascribed to you at birth. Like Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Seven symbols strung together to name a piece of life. Or John, J-O-H-N. Four symbols for naming a piece of life. Or Sarah, S-A-R-A. Four symbols for a piece of life. Then fortifications are built by this piece of life to ensure that Jackson is safe. Sarah is safe. I need to make fortifications. Time is invested in ensuring Jackson is validated as being worthy by other pieces of life. So what happens when we deconstruct this identity? What happens when we see ourselves as already whole rather than lacking? An invitation to play. When you see yourself as separate, and lacking, you're going to seek validation and worthiness from other people. When you see yourself as the four symbols of S-A-R-A, Sarah, or J-O-H-N, John, and you see yourself as a separate individual that has no affiliation to life itself, that is so separate from life itself with its fortification walls that inevitably it's going to undergo processes of seeking externally for validation, for wholeness. It's not going to be aware of its subconscious conditioning. And so your job as Sarah or as John or as Atlas, for example, for me, was to take these five characters, A-T-L-A-S, and to decondition and deconstruct myself from them. So what's left? Nothing. Emptiness. John or Sarah are no longer their little four symbols that string together to name their piece of life. They've liberated themselves from it. Then you can include it properly. So you're no longer attached to your name. Now you recognize yourself as a decentralized one intelligence that's infinite, that's at play here in this universe. And then you can say, okay, cool. So now I can, in a non-attached way, in an already worthy and whole way, I can readopt ATLAS as people need. They can use that to describe this piece of life. You have to go through these processes of deconstructing, decentralizing your identity in order for you to properly, harmonically play in this creation. And so here's another way you decentralize your identity. Every subatomic particle is a Satoshi. A bundle of Satoshis we've symbolized as J-O-R-D-A-N, Jordan, which constructs fortifications of identity which reinforces separation. When this bundle of Satoshis is decentralized, it begins identifying itself as all Bitcoin. Life is 
a decentralized play of one infinite intelligence. So in this case, when you view every subatomic particle as a Satoshi, there are a hundred million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. Okay? So what you have to do is you have to take all of these Satoshis and you have to identify yourself as the subatomic particles, as the very fabric of unconditional love-light unity that is the one infinite intelligence at play in this universe. And then what you can do is you can recognize that, okay, this little bundle of Satoshis, we've symbolized with these letters, and now there's been construction of fortifications of identity that have reinforced separation. And so then this bundle of Satoshis decentralizes all of those fortifications of identity that have been reinforcing separation and it begins identifying itself again as the godson as all bitcoin as all satoshis and then you fully recognize yourself as the one infinite intelligence and that this is all your decentralized play and this is a really important visualization um for awakening. This is Avalokiteshvara. It's a perfect visualization of what it feels like when you've decentralized your identity all the way to being one intelligence, eternally exploring infinite possibility. The only action that arises is of pure service, the Bodhisattva embodying the compassion of all Buddhas. So Avalokiteshvara is the Bodhisattva embodying the compassion of all Buddhas because it is empty of self, because it's understood the nature of reality. So in this case, what you see here is you see that you've become life itself. Look at all of the heads. You are the pupil. When you look at the pupil itself, that's the one intelligence, the power to know, consciousness, awareness, beingness. That is the power to know. That is what is shared amongst everybody. That is the one infinite creator wearing these different costumes to play on the eternal stage exploring infinite possibility and so now you've united with this pupil you've united with the one intelligence that's shared amongst everyone and so now you now you are all of those heads simultaneously you are all of the arms simultaneously you are a decentralized you've decentralized your identity and now you are that one intelligence and so now you can't do anything else except further empty yourself of all your conditioning and subconsciousness of all of those lack beliefs and bullshit and then the only thing that emerges from there like Lao Tzu said is Wu Wei this effortless action of pure service that's all that's left Buddha Bodhisattva Avalokiteshvara Christ Lao Tzu all of these greatest talked about the same thing pure service because you've emptied yourself of all of your core lack beliefs and conditioned bullshit beautiful it's absolutely beautiful it's unbelievable it's indescribably beautiful fucking love awakening and it's such a it's such a destructive process and i had no idea adyashanti talks about it in the end of your world 
such a destructive process. It's so interesting. And you don't really recognize that when you initially start. But all of the subconscious conditioning, fighting for being seen, fighting for being worthy is such a losing, disastrous chess game. Surrender it, admit defeat, give it up, merge with the godson, and be the infinite oneness that you've been the whole time, but that the clouds were just covering your full union with it. And join Mark's Accept Yourself program. It's fantastic. The link is there in the bottom left corner. It's also in the bio. Also sign up for Bentinho Massaro and the No Limits Society. I've loved working with them. They're an incredible group. The link's also in the bio to that. There's a great process of going through the Know Yourself, Accept Yourself, Becoming the Creator in the No Limits Society. And purifying yourself of your conditioning of all the subconscious and actualizing a divine calling people experiencing truth people experiencing god's love people knowing themselves as the one infinite creator so figure out what your calling is all this good stuff that's all again identify what this core lack belief or weakness is in your subconscious conditioning and admit defeat surrender and merge with the Godson. You are automatically worthy. Being alive is auto-worthiness. Being alive is automatically the Godson. I love you. Thank you. If the video brought you value, give it a like. Comment below with where you're at in the process. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Share the video with people that you feel like it would profoundly influence. Great. Infinite love, infinite oneness.